Episode 86, Food, Weight, and Retirement. We retired people eat out, and we eat out often. I never ate a meal in a restaurant as a child. It just wasn't done. I suppose it was a result of having five children in the family and being relatively poor. We were all skinny. This was before McDonald's, Burger King, and Pizza Hut existed. Of course, we produced most of the food we consumed. There was a large garden that provided vegetables that were either eaten fresh or canned for off-season meals. The orchard that provided fruits and nuts. Then there was Granny, the cow, that supplied the milk. The chickens that gave us eggs and meat. Hogs that provided the pork. When I think about it today, I realize that it was an organic diet. At that time, we just called it growing our own food. Not because it was healthy, but because it was cheap. Retirement and eating out seem to go together. Thus, retirement and gaining weight seem to go together. That's a problem. Last week, we had three invitations to dinner in three days. This meant three days in a row of eating too much. I have little to no resistance in consuming everything set on a dining table. My wife has learned to prepare only just enough. She knows that if she prepares more, I will eat more. We all know that pounds go on much easier than they come off. I know it seems arrogant or silly to complain about too much good food, but as Mom used to say, too much of a good thing can ruin you. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Don't get me wrong. I love eating good food. My wife is an excellent chef. She grew up on a farm in Iowa and learned to cook wholesome, homegrown food. She had four brothers and a farming father to help feed. She learned cooking hearty and healthy food. She got an undergraduate degree in home economics and went on to refine her cooking skills at La Varenne, a French cooking school in Paris. For over 40 years, our evening meal has always been carefully prepared and slowly consumed and enjoyed. Food has been important to us. Now that we're retired, our interest in food has continued. We have friends with whom we exchange dinner invitations on a regular basis. The hors d'oeuvres, the wine, the salad, the main course, and then the delectable desserts are always savored and discussed. On top of the evening dinners, there are the lunches. It is so easy to say or hear, let's do lunch. Then it's off to the restaurant. The various restaurants and intriguing menus are always placing temptation in front of us. Too many calories invade and inhabit our very being. It is the weight and what it does to our health that is a problem. When we retire or age, 
our metabolism slows. We all wonder why our appetite doesn't also decline with aging. And some people say that it does, but so far, that has not been my experience. The appetite is as healthy as ever. When I was a child, a double dip ice cream cone was my daily dream. If only I could afford to stop at the Highlight Cafe for a chocolate rocky road that would make my day. As a youth, metabolism is not a problem. Money is. Retirement reverses the situation. Just when your wallet can afford a double dipper on a daily basis, your waistline can't. Watchful eating is the only answer to the dilemma. You have to watch what you eat. I know that some books talk about going to a low-carb diet or a low-protein diet or a you-fill-in-the-blank diet. Bookshelves are jammed with the secret to a healthy diet. I'm not sure it matters what you eat. Personal experience tells me that it's the quantity of food I eat that matters. The scale is my dictator when it comes to weight gain. That and my belt. Every day the scale shouts up to me from the floor. It tells me if I've been good or bad. It tells me if I can indulge or if I must cut back. And just as important is the belt. I like to think the leather has shrunk, but I know that's a lie. As a child, when my father swung the belt, it resulted in me changing my behavior. Today, it is just a matter of not being able to buckle the belt that changes my behavior. I know this one guy who makes chocolates, fantastic chocolates. He's a chocolatier in the true sense of the word. He not only makes them, but he eats chocolate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He's not overweight. He claims doctors are going to be very interested in his body when he dies. His cholesterol is low. His weight is under control. He is probably in his early 50s. We will see if he can maintain this diet on into retirement. I'm envious. How come I can't do that? This is Retirement Talk.